At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome to a special edition of What They Don't Want You To Know. Today's episode is a little special. I thought I'd throw in here a type of episode you will get if you are a patron, supporter of this channel. This is one of the bonuses, the one of the extras, uh, one of the sessions that I am recording and putting up for my patrons. But I thought I'd put it up here to give a sample of some of the content that you'll be getting as a bonus. So today we'll call this a bonus episode, one of the recordings that I made concerning um, issues in my life or deals in my life and the kind of things that you'll get for becoming a patron, becoming a sponsor or a patron of this channel are personal things, things like this. And you go to my patron channel professor zero on patron.com and you support this channel on a continual basis we need to know the unexplained the phenomenons of this world and so here without delay i will give you a bonus episode how to ward off evil spirits and my personal encounters with the dark side thank you and please become a patron of this channel by visiting patron.com and looking for Professor Zero. Thank you very much. Remember, without you, we will be unable to provide these experiences to you that are available nowhere else. And now, without delay, another episode. I've always been able to see things of the other world, even when I was a kid. I remember being able to see energies coming out of people, almost like a blanket hugging their skin. The auras that surrounded people told me whether they were good or whether they were evil, prone to some dark disposition that I had no idea about. And everything is made of energy, matter, electricity, even the sky has energy. As a child, I would fear going to bed at night because if you turned off the lights, all the leftover electricity that was in the air and in people would just float and remain in the air as lights. 
produce the most obscure, weird images. So I always asked my mother to please leave the light on. Sometimes she would, and sometimes she wouldn't. And there, the sparkles, the colors, the rainbows, the apparitions, the kaleidoscope of colors all danced before my eyes. I was born of a Haitian father, and so my ancestry runs deep with the blood of voodoo. I do not practice the dark arts myself. For such things are evil, such things are of the darker realm, and invite beings that you don't want to be around. So stay away from those things. I recommend this to you. And not only do I recommend this to you, but I highly advise it. Even urge it. That does not mean that the blood does not run in my veins. The blood of the ancestors of years and centuries, millennia. Of people invoking the darker arts to call upon spirits. So I suppose some of this dark blood that runs in my skin is what enables me to be able to see things that other people don't see, things in the darker realm, things in the world of energy, a strangeness, a strange energy. It is a gift, a gift I've had since I was young. I've met people that see spirits, see dead people, people that have gone to the other side, or angels. I've often said to people that it's not so phenomenal to be able to see the kind of spirits that I see. For anyone can see the devil. Anyone can see demons lurking about. All you have to be is a little bit good or a little bit bad. Perhaps normal people in their everyday lives aren't able to see things like that. But for those people that want to delve into the occult or into addiction, pornography, depravity, or anything disgusting or evil, they will tell you themselves these apparitions are common ground to their minds and to their bodies. On the other hand, there are those of us that do not dabble or mix ourselves with these dark things. And yet we are the targets of those shadow entities because they hunt us, they loathe us and despite us because we are a stumbling block to their plan. No, anyone can see these shadows if they just peek, if they just look a certain way. What is a real gift is to be able to see angels. Now that, that takes a higher ground, a holier sphere. So we will not talk of angels of light today, but rather the experience I have had with the shadow realm. For I have been many where, many places, seen many things. 
and over the course of my days I would tell you that I have seen things that would run your blood cold, freeze you in your track. And I will tell you a few things that are key elements to this supernatural dark world. Keys that will protect you from these darker apparitions. But first, where do these beings come from? These demons, these devils, the devil himself. Many people would say that these dark spirits are evil incarnations of people that lived a horrible life, murderers, rapists, and the most profane people that died and now have to roam the earth as evil spirits. Not so, for these evil spirits that walk the earth are no incarnation of a dead being, for these evil spirits had never had a body. They're sure, they may appear to many people and say, here I am, I am an incarnation of a dead soul. Now I am the spirit of so-and-so, come to visit you. Or people may think that a haunted place is haunted by a demonic entity that once lived upon this earth in flesh and blood. Not correct. Though these entities may try to trick you, try to make believe that they are indeed fallen spirits and spirits that are now living from the dead, that is not the case. These are actually familiar spirits. Spirits that pose themselves as somebody you know, or somebody that was once alive and now dead. Oh no, no, no. There is a deep barrier, a protection, a prohibition of sorts that does not allow people that have died on this earth to communicate with people that are living unless they are permitted. But the evil spirits that come from people that were once alive, murderers, horrible people, these evil spirits have no ability to communicate or interact with the world of the living. They are consigned in chains. Yes, or on, on our own planet, on our own earth, but in a different realm, a different dimension. And they behind the chains are not allowed to speak, communicate, or interact with anybody that is living. No, no, no. It is the realm of the spirits that are fallen from heaven. These are the dark demons that are the ones that pose as spirits of the dead. And where can you encounter these spirits? Well encounter these spirits in very easy places like going to some kind of medium or a card reader, tarot. These are ancient crafts that invoke the followers of Satan so that they may come and deceive you. And these are not myths or charlatans or rip-off artists that are trying to take your money. These soothsayers actually do have powers to invoke the world of demons, but they themselves are tricked, being the medium of sorts, 
to have the world of devils bridged with man and mankind. So do not believe for a moment that you are talking to your dead relative, your ancestor, or that you are dispelling the dead from a haunted house. As I said before, the dead cannot talk unless given permission. And the dead that have been fools once alive, that have lived horrible and hideous lives, these are in bondage. Unable to do for themselves and unable to do for others or to interact in any way. So let me shed a true light with my gift, with my ability to discern, to be able to know what these apparitions are. For there are simply three kinds of beings permitted to be seen by the eyes of men. One, devils fallen from heaven. Two, the dead spirits of men, once good, permitted to interact with their relatives or other people that are much important to the cause. Or three, angels sent to a few divine oracles that are so highly in tune it sets me in awe at their life's work and magnificence. So, where do these dark, evil spirits come from? In a world far away before we were born, in a place far, far away from where our planet is now, raged a great war between Satan, the son of the morning, and Jehovah, the bringer of light. As this battle waged, there were spoils of war, and souls were taken over, possessed and won. So the devil took one-third of the hosts of heaven, but Jehovah and Michael, the archangel, defeated that third with the rest of us, with the rest of that host of heaven, the angels and seraphims, and thrust down the dragon and the rest of his horde as a comet come down to, he to hell landing here on this earth and so the being that was once a being of light lost his light but don't be deceived because he never had light he just pretended now the number of those that came down to earth was countless if you can imagine all the souls that have ever been born on earth. That number must be well beyond 25 billion people. Well beyond 50 billion people. And if you take one third of that number, there must be 20 billion souls that never received the body. 20 million spirits walking and roaming the earth looking for chaos, looking for mayhem, making master plans, 
not one at a time born like you and I, but all at once, 20 billion strong on the earth at all times. They outnumber us at least two to one. And that is for every person, infant, mother, father, for every person here on earth, they outnumber us. Now, I believe the count is far greater than that. I believe the count is somewhere around seven to one because of the things that I have seen. For the multitude of evil spirits, of devils, of demons that roam the earth is phenomenal. They walk as hordes upon the highways, clustered together in masses like zombies. And when they attack you, when they tempt you, it's not one at a time, like the cartoons say. No. They jump on your back five, six, seven at a time. And they start screaming at you, temptations, competing with one another, almost like wolves, like hyenas, biting at each other, competing for dominance to, to your ear. They scream the words of profanity and temptation and cling to you. So from what I've seen, they outnumber us seven, eight to one, maybe more. And that's why they are called legion. Not one, but many. And they are not friendly to each other, but they are organized very keenly under the supervision and dominion of one master, the devil himself. And yes, I have had encounters with him personally, but that is a subject of another episode. So let me begin in the beginning. When I was a child, I was protected because I was young. These spirits were unable to harm me or to tempt me until I reached a certain age of accountability, eight years old. And even then, I was kept protected from them. But my mother, my aunt, they loved to date the Africans and the Haitians. I guess the saying is true, once you go black, there's no going back. My mother told me that she was dancing with a Haitian man one time and the look in his eyes was so demonic that she immediately fled the dance floor and asked her friends to leave and left, terrorized. My father, though, born in Haiti himself, didn't dabble with voodoo or the black arts much. His family owned farms and owned transportation systems. So they were more business oriented. And my grandfather became a political refugee fleeing Haiti because of the politics and persecution he received. But my uncle, oh, my uncle, the one that my aunt was attracted to the most, he certainly dabbled. <laughs> he was a great witch doctor, an expert. I remember as a young kid having to sleep 
in his house. Everything was covered in voodoo. The walls had voodoo masks, black, red, with colors, birds, twisted chickens, and paintings of sacrifices of blood. Even at that early age, I could tell my uncle was a wizard. Now, don't be confused at this interlude, because there are no such thing as white wizards or dark wizards, as Lord of the Rings might have us believe. There are no black magic arts and white magic arts from Harry Potter. All of these come from one source, the devil, the fallen angel, and all of them are meant to control the spirits that are devils in one way or another. As you climb levels and levels of proficiency, and as you believe you are growing stronger and stronger while all the while sinking deeper and deeper and losing all your control, all your will over to the one that wants to dominate and control every living being, for that is his plan, one will, one mind, his. So going back to my early years, I remember the incantations, the fear that I would have as I searched for lizards in the courtyard of my uncle's house in New Orleans. Yes, New Orleans, the heart of voodoo, where the Haitians go to play. So there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and New Orleans, I saw my aunt fall victim to the incantations that my uncle placed upon her. And she became obsessed, crazy over him. Not like love, but more of a desperation. She needed to be with that man. Despite what my mother told her, despite what all the other people saw around her, she knew better. And she became a fool to the witchcraft and the chains that enveloped her with its potions of love. Now, this was nothing like love potion number nine, but rather a dark seance. As the year went by, she tried to get away from him. I remember being as a child in the small apartment that my aunt had rented with her child. My cousin, the son of this witch doctor. And I remember her punishment as she tried to escape the grasp of this incantation he had on her. For there were devils sent to her in that apartment. And I remember the protection I was given as a child for even though I was in the midst of evil spirits, they never bothered me or my cousin. They never attacked me. They, I never saw them. But my aunt was attacked, frozen. Her life was threatened. Her throat closed up, her breath taken from her. And the only thing that saved her was a prayer. And she prayed the prayer of a desperate soul that has sinned but yet recourses to that God that can save her, and only him, and no one else. 
so she was released from the demonic grasp that would have otherwise killed her. My other aunt got attacked as well. I remember both of them telling us the story of their encounters, of their attacks, and my skin crawling with goosebumps. My worst fear was evil spirits and and having to encounter them one day or another because I knew that with my blood that day would eventually come and it did and I learned something invaluable from it a key a remedy a protection that I will give to you so you can use it if ever you are to encounter such a being as I have many times. I must have been 16 at the time, living in my aunt's house. I woke up late at night suddenly. My lights were on, of course, because I didn't want to see the lights, and I still, to that day, saw the energies floating and dancing about from the daytime residues and imprints of the energy of things. So since I could decide for myself, I always kept the light on to drown out the images and sparkles. But this time I awoke not to dancing lights, but to a humming so loud and so penetrating that it pierced my ears. I imagine a black hole could sound like this deep like an alligator's rumble. So we got Council on Aging is Southwest Georgia's local aging and disability resource connection for information on aging or living with a disability. Let the Council on Aging connect you to your home delivered meals and group meals, personal care services, transportation needs, and many more resources. Call 800-282-6612. Making aging more engaging.